welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a swatch watch, was crazy about Max headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land and welcome to another totally awesome episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. I'm Patrick Bennett coming to you from the swamplands of Southwest Louisiana and joining me over Zoom from her bed and breakfast in the great state of Pennsylvania is my lovely co-host, Miss Lisa Everett. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Patrick. Hey, before we jump into the program today, Lisa, do you want to play a quick round of 80s movie trivia? Yes, I was hoping that you would say that because I have a couple of trivia for you. Can I All do right. that for you too? No. Okay. But but awesome. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay, oh, I've yeah. got okay. Three questions for you, and they're all okay. They all pertain to '80s movies. All right. It's time once again for a round of super retro trivia. Sit down, strap on that thinking cap, and get ready to go. In five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Yep. You ready? Yep. Okay, number one. What was the name of the pirate whose treasure that Mikey and his friends were searching for in the 1985 film The Goonies? Um, One-Eyed Willie. Yes, correct. When I'm really? Yeah. That's it. Okay. All right. You're on a roll. Yeah. On a roll. You're batting a thousand. (laughs) Yep. All right. Number two. The nineteen eighty six movie Hoosiers is about a high school basketball team in what state? Indiana. Yay! All right. Okay. Because people being called a Hoosier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number three. What song does John Cusack's character play on his boombox at the end of the 1989 movie, Say Anything? In Your Eyes. Yeah. By Peter yeah. You if I, say, if I get a, a second, then I get a bonus. You get a bonus. Point. Yeah, you do. Okay. You get a I bonus. Point. All right. I got them all. Well, then let's see what you, how you do. Oh, <laughs> okay. Because no, I have no three goodness. for you. Okay. Yeah, all right. I, I, like I try to be. <laughs> I even actually gave you, I'm giving you questions that have multiple answers so that if you don't know one, you, you know. I don't like this because I'm the kind of person that uh, when you ask me something, I go blank. I have to have time. You're going to get it. I have some confidence. Okay. Yeah. I I think you're going to get these. I I, I'm trying to like tone it down a little because I, I, I think I put you in a panic last time. So, yeah. So, um, so here's my here's my first question, and it's because my movie coming up is is um, uh, sudden impact with Clint right, Eastwood. Right. So, okay, so this movie he starred with his you know real life girlfriend Sandra Locke. Right. They made a total of six movies together. Oh, Can you wow. name two 
of any of the other ones besides Sudden Impact? So there's uh, yeah, five. Well, five. They, were, they were in my favorite Western of all time, which is the Outlaw Josie Wells. Yep, I love that too. And um, yep. oh my goodness, uh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of the titles of the other Dirty Harry movies. Was she in one of those? Uh, nope, 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 nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, no Dirty Harry. Harry. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no. Because hmm. I know, I, I, I'm sure you've seen them all. Yeah. I think of Cl Clyde. You remember Clyde? Oh, yeah. The, the, the monkey movies. Uh, Any Which Way yeah. But Loose, Every Which Way You Can. Yeah. Was she, she in both of them or just one of them? Yeah. No, she's in both. Okay. And then and and Bronco Billy. I, I remember that, yeah. And the Gauntlet. The Gauntlet. Well, that wasn't a Dirty Harry movie. Nope. Mm -mm. Sure? He's a different guy. I thought the Gauntlet was yep. Dirty nope. Harry. Okay. Nope. 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 I, I can't remember. His, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if his name. I forget what his name is. I, uh, it's not Harry Callahan. No, I know that. It was, it so. was uh, clean, um, clean Harry. No, <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was. Tidy Harry, Harry, Tidy not Harry. dirty. Yeah. Tidy Harry. Yeah. Um, no, um, I have to look it up, but um, yeah, I like the gauntlet. I, and actually a lot of the people that were in, in all the, any, any, which, any which way movies um, are the um, like bad guys in the gauntlet too. No, the gauntlet. The, the, did that have the, one of the, one of the uh, Caddy and Lacey uh, girls in it? No, that's one of the dirty Harry movies. Dirty Harry. Okay. That was I get all, they all she run together. A, yeah. He was in, um, the enforcer okay pretty sure yeah yeah um because then, then there's magnum force that has the three guys that has um you know david souls in it and um and uh um what's his name that did vegas um the the tv show vegas now you have me drawing a blank but um what's his name that was in uh it was in uh, it was married to yeah, Spencer for hire yeah what's his name yeah Robert you know, Urich Robert yeah Robert Urich yeah. yeah he was in um, Magnum Force too yeah uh -huh. and Tim Matheson is in it oh yeah so she's in she's in the Enforcer there's there's five dirty dirty hairy movies which I'll, I'll get coming to but but yeah you caught it you you caught boo yay I was gonna say boo but uh, <laughs> yay it's <laughs> like so okay so here's another here's another question okay um and i was thinking because it's springtime and prom is coming up uh -oh. you know and our prom is always like the beginning hello of mary lou prom night two yeah okay that's well that answer. could be the answer yeah that's the answer yeah i said name any i was my question was name any 70s or 80s movie that had a prom in it there you go i guess you did it <laughs> <laughs> okay all right okay because i was like there's a bunch of them can um you think of any others prom night yeah, prom night. <laughs> Carrie, Valley Girl, Footloose, Pretty in Pink, Can't Buy Me Love, Teen Wolf, and Grease were some of the ones that go. I thought of. And and I was thinking maybe we we should, we'll talk about maybe we could talk about prom movies in May. Maybe we'll okay. have a podcast. All right. Maybe I don't know. You probably I'll wear my tuxedo. Boo, <laughs> okay. All right. We'll go to the prom. Okay. And uh and then okay. So this one, this one you should get because I wouldn't get this. But oh, I put another this, one. Just this for you. One more. This is the third one. Yeah. So is can you name two ninja movies from the eighties? Enter the ninja. Return of the ninja. Ninja three. The domination. Nine <laughs> yeah. deaths of the ninja. <laughs> Enter the uh, American ninja. American ninja two. <laughs> okay. Okay. I could do a whole podcast. Right. You ready? <laughs> 
okay yeah yeah okay because like yeah. I, I figured whatever you said i'd go with it because i only put down, said down yeah. a few of them i put ninja three the domination yeah. enter the ninja the octagon sure and then there's Mars. a bionic ninja did you know there that is, yeah there is a bionic ninja and then the ninja commandments i had you know that? no and then clash of the ninjas oh wow <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch. And so whatever you say, it's like, yeah, I'm sure that's right. And you only had name too. So you named like 27. So we're good. Okay. Yeah, that was my All thing right. there. There you go. Okay. Not my thing. That was my thing. <laughs> yeah. That was your thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you did your thing. Okay. So we'll move on to. Yeah. You ready to talk doing. about movies? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to talk about this one. In 1983, my life was changed by this awesome action-packed sci-fi movie that screened in theaters in 3D. And I'm not talking about that new uh, real 3D branded technology that they use today at the theaters, but I'm talking about the old uh, red and blue cardboard 3D glasses. And yeah, uh, yeah there, there was a resurgence of these types of uh, 3D movies for a few years in the mid 80s. Did you go see any of yeah. them? I know um, they do like well, a Friday the 13th, Friday, Jaws, 13th yeah, yeah, all that Jaws stuff. Three. Well, anyway, um, yeah. I welcomed all those 3D movies with open arms. I love that stuff. I'm a 3D freak. But uh, but also, the movie I'm talking about, this is my favorite Molly Ringwald film of all time. Are you kidding me? And yes, you heard me right. Okay. Molly Ringwald <laughs> okay. was in a 3D sci-fi movie in the early 80s no. before she was ever discovered by John Hughes. No way. And this is my favorite sci-fi B movie of all time and my favorite Molly Ringwald movie of all time because she was awesome. Wow. In it. And first, I'd like to mention uh, how awesome the cast is. Wait, hang on. Let me back up and tell the audience what movie I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking yeah, about, okay, 1983 is called Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone, all right? In two weeks, Columbia Pictures will present 3D as you've never seen it before. The first quality 3D film backed by a major studio. The first to use a new state-of-the-art 3D process. This is Space Hunter, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. It's the story of three unlikely heroes. Their destination, the Forbidden Zone. Their mission, save three stranded women. I like her. Their chances, one in a million. I'll take that bet. Columbia Pictures presents outer space as you've never seen it before. The ultimate 3D experience. Can't anything be simple anymore. Space Hunter, adventures in the Forbidden Zone. In 3D, the first movie that puts you in outer space. Rated PG. Coming soon to a theater near you. And I want to mention how awesome this cast is. Molly Ringwald, of course, and she was great. She stole the show, okay? Well, thank you. It's been the real charge of my life. Just hang around for a couple days. And then Peter Strauss was the main character, the, the space hunter character. And he, he was like this space bounty hunter type guy. But uh, he played the hero, okay? And then Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters is in it. He had a great role. And then the villain was the awesome Michael Ironsides, who plays the evil overdog. And uh, I mean, he's the villain and he was very evil, very scary. They, they did a good job on this movie. Okay. Um, yeah. 
So put down the microphone, (laughs) go get your husband, get, get your son, get your neighbor. Y'all go sit down and stream it right now. And then we'll finish. Who me? Yeah. Yeah, get me. Okay. Get my neighbor. Okay. Yeah, go yeah. get everybody. Uh, that, yeah, get everybody. <laughs> get the fireman uh-huh. okay. down the road from you. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. No, okay. Yeah. Um, no, seriously, you you have got, if, if it's not I just can't. for Molly Ringwald, you have to watch this movie. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay, it, well, it's Molly about. Molly Ringwald would it have been like a teenager because she, she was is. like 16. Yeah. She, she, really she, was plays like, a, she plays a kid in it. Yeah. Maybe you don't think I'm nothing, but there's plenty of people that think different. And and uh yeah. okay the film is about a bounty hunter named wolf and that's peter strauss and uh he goes on this mission to rescue uh three women who are stranded on this br- brutal desert planet okay and uh and he meets a vagrant teenage girl along the way and that's molly ringwald and she's like a little scavenger brat and she's like jabber jaw. She won't shut up. She just talks and talks and talks. But she steals the show. She's got such a great character in this. And uh, and I call it a B movie, but actually it it had a pretty decent uh budget and and you know great actors, cool sets, cool vehicles, and the special effects were pretty awesome too. So I don't know if you would actually call it a B movie, but it, it's not a movie that everybody's heard of. It, it kind of you know it's it, it's uh, I never heard of it. Yeah, so Never I would, heard of I would it. kind of call it a no B idea. movie. It's not like an A list, you know. So I kind of call yeah, it a B movie. Do you have it on a Blu-ray or? A I have DVD it on VHS. Or? I have it on DVD. I have oh. it on Blu-ray. Oh, you have it on everything. I have it on everything. So I have I have two movie so posters. I've got a press kit. Oh. I've got a lobby lobby card collection. Oh I've, my god! I mean, yeah. this is <laughs> yeah. This movie, I okay. said that it, it it changed changed hey, my life. Right? That's one. That's one you bring with you when you come visit me. Okay, we'll I will. I do will. A, we'll showing. We'll do. We, I won't invite, invite the neighbors, but we can watch it out on my uh, in our makeshift drive-in. All right. <laughs> yeah, so. Sounds like a yeah. Plan. That's one. Yeah. Yeah. But but I saw this twice in theaters in 3D when it originally came out, and I did not keep my 3D glasses. I thought I did, but I've never located them again. So if anybody uh, and I can't find any on eBay. I, I can't even well, Google and find a picture of them, but uh, well, were they some kind of special 3D glasses or well, something? Well, when these movies came out, they printed like they... the name of the movie, like on the arm parts that went oh, over the years. Oh, good day. Yeah, so I, I'd you like know, to have yeah, that. You know what? Down the road, when we would do 3D movies, you got these plastic ones and you threw them in the bin when you left. The right. Movie yeah, but these are the old red, red and blue cardboard yeah, yeah. Uh, glasses. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, like I those, said. This, yeah. Right? No, I like those cardboard things. They they still do make them like for Christmas um, lights and yeah. stuff. You get them and you have like uh, little things when you look at the lights. They put little pictures on them and stuff. But they're still like they they, they remind me of the original like three D movie things. Yeah, so I've shown uh, I've shown three D movies at my film festival before, and I ordered like a pack of you know a couple of hundred of those glasses, the cardboard ones, and uh, people yeah. watch the three D movie. It was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, but I love can Space Hunters so much. You... Yeah, yeah, I can. I can convert stuff and I can, I actually shot a short film in 3D. Did you? But, but I love this yeah. movie Space Hunters so much that, you know, I, I collect the stuff from it. And like I said, I have it on all the different formats. I just love this movie. You, you got to watch it and you got to tell me what you thought about it. 
Okay. And any well, listeners if you come here, out there, we can yeah. watch it together and yeah. you'll know. And then I won't be able to, like, what if I hate it? Then I'll you're like, not. Hide. You're going to love Molly Ringwald <laughs> okay. in this movie. Yeah. You're going to absolutely love yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. And this cool. was my first, my first, uh, I knew Molly Ringwald was going to go on to bigger, better things because she was so yeah. great in this movie. Well, she was on the Facts of Life before, like when she was little, when she was like nine or 10, maybe, or 10 yeah. or 11. I don't know. She was pretty young, but yeah. she was on that at the first season of that. And um, she, she seemed so completely different. But, you know, I was saying, like, when we do these, um, you know, we, when we talk about movies and, and you, talk about movies I've never even heard of I feel like we were living two separate worlds of the 80s like of like things I've never even knew existed and I'm like wow Isn't that you know, a song? It's like, well now we'll go on living separate lives yeah separate lives yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the, the, um yeah it's a duet um but um yeah, it's serious. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know any of this stuff that and your, your TV shows do. I'm like, I don't know any of them. I, I mean, but, um, but you know, most of the stuff that I come out with, I think I've only come out with a couple that you knew nothing about. So, um, yeah, because I, I'm more, I, sh I guess I should go more B, you know, line, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I mean, now I'm like all excited because I mean, I like Molly Ringwald and yeah, that, that sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, I have to watch it. Cool. So, so what bring all your movies you... that we've talked about yeah. every movie that you've talked I'll, I'll about bring a and we'll watch them we'll, yeah we'll, we'll do a um binge binge watch okay you know i'll rent, I'll rent a u-haul yeah. and uh, -haul. I'll, I'll stay -haul two, two years with y'all <laughs> you haul them you haul them yeah okay all right any more space hunter no Stuff? let's talk about your your movie my movie well you know what i didn't know i didn't even know that space hunter was from 1983 when you said 1983 i'm like hey my movie came out in 1983 too so like we are somehow on the same wavelength even though we're on, you know on a whole you know whatever level you know? so my movie has and it begins with an s so i don't know you know my movie is sudden impact with um clint eastwood dirty harry is at it again in sudden impact what you doing you pig-head sucker you boys put those guns down say what we're not just gonna let you walk out of here who's we sucker smith and wesson and me <laughs> Go ahead, make my day. Dirty Harry, sudden impact. So I guess, you know, you've heard of it, <laughs> I'm sure, right? You've seen it? Oh yeah, right? yeah. Okay. I saw this one at the so, theater. You know, did, did you? I didn't see it at the theater. Yeah, um, it, it, it's my favorite Dirty Harry movie, okay? All the Dirty Harry movies, okay? And it is the the one that where Clint Eastwood says, make my day, you know? So, um, you know that, right? Oh, yeah. Tagline. Yeah. So, it's about a woman who's played by Sandra Locke, who's Clint Eastwood's longtime girlfriend, okay? She's seeking revenge on a group of men who raped her and her sister under the boardwalk when they were young girls. Under the boardwalk. Um, Clint Eastwood's investigating it, uh, like a string of gunshot shot victims in it. Okay. Were you going to say something? 
I was just gonna say, uh, Sandra Locke got raped in that uh, that that western. Is that like <laughs> Alan Josie? Well, yeah. she got. Oh, she almost got raped in the Gauntlet too. Yeah, yeah. He, he mean... had to save her from being raped in it too. She got, she's yeah, she's but, but you know what? Okay, he saved her from being raped in Outlaw Josie Wales. He saved her from being raped in the Gauntlet, but she was already raped by the time he got to her in uh, a sudden impact because it was both her and her sister. And it does take place in back and forth 10 years, like 1973 and 1983. So it's kind of a gritty movie. You know, it's, I mean, some of that stuff, some of that, the rape scenes are pretty graphic, you know, so yeah. it's very intense, you know, but um, he meets her because she comes there because there's this, um, it's like a carnival place like there's a big um there's a carousel there that she comes to restore it i don't know if you remember that about it she's an artist and she comes she comes there to restore the carousel so um you know she but she, but she's there also to kind of like hunt down these men you know and and kill them one by one that because her sister's in like a like a like she's like a vegetable in the brain she hadn't she hasn't been right since you know it happened you know so she goes to visit her and stuff but um but she's there and he and he's there to investigate it and so i don't know how much i should tell you about it you know but it's it is a really good movie now i have like some trivia on it you know too you know to, to, to tell you some stuff about it but um it is the highest grossing of the dirty hairy film franchises okay and um it, it, it is the only Dirty Harry movie that was directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, really? Did you know? I, don't know I didn't you know that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and uh, it's, it's, it has the catchphrase, you know, go, you know, go ahead, make my day, you it's know, so. Um, <laughs> well, do you? You gotta ask yeah. yourself a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you feel lucky? Yeah. Um, every one of his ones, like if you think of back, like the one of them was about a man's got to know his limitations. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, he does that whole thing in the very first Dirty Harry movie about, um, about he, he you know, um, well, that, do you, do you feel lucky? You know, well, do you punk? Cause he's like, he says he, he, he doesn't know how many um, bullets he's used. Right. You know, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I had never seen any of these movies until I don't know, maybe I mean I've all I had always seen sudden I had seen sudden impact back in the eighties, but I did not see the other Dirty Harry movies because they were like the seventies, you know. So I yeah. never saw them. So but I watched them all um, in the eighties, like, like on TV when they came out, you know, I watched them with my dad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know when a Clint Eastwood campaigned for the mayor of Car Car Carmel by the Sea in California in nineteen eighty six, he had bumper stickers that said, Go ahead, make yep. me mayor. But what did you know that? he became mayor of that town? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. This was the this was the final movie that he he and uh, Sondra Locke did together. You know, so that was that was the last one. So, um, and uh, the I don't know if you know that the 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 Make My Day sequence it was filmed at at a place called Burger Island Restaurant in San Francisco, California. It's now a McDonald's. So that's a little trivia. I like that so. scene how they set it up, uh, where he went in and got his coffee and his newspaper, and he walks out. And what did they put? The the waitress put, put salt sugar. in it or something? <clears throat> sugar. She put a ton of sugar. Yeah, and he spit um, it out. He always got. He always yeah. gets black coffee. That's what and it she was. Just yeah. stands there pouring in the sugar, pouring <laughs> in the sugar. Yeah, and he's just like reading the paper, not paying any attention. And he goes out and he spits the coffee out, and then yeah, he's then like, he realizes the... something. Yeah, that she was signaling him, <laughs> yeah. so he goes back in. And, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. he he cleans he the he... house. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. He shoots I love everybody. That. I yeah, like it just that. blows them away. Yeah. 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 Now, like one of the the I get I, one of the um the guys that was involved in that whole gang rape thing. He he felt so bad about it. He's actually like the commissioner's son. And he had felt so bad, like he drove himself into a brick wall and was paralyzed. And she goes to kill him, but she, but the the commissioner is is there and and catches her. And she said he he's not like the others. He he felt really bad, you know. But you know it it, it is pretty intense. It's an, an intense movie, you know. It's like, but it's I like the end the end uh, the end scene where they've got her they got a hold of her and they're on the carousel and he and they show this um silhouette of him holding the gun and they play that music you know like he's standing there and it's like this and i, I like i don't know this boom chicka wild boom boom you know like this you know like it sounds almost like uh uh like a like a, almost like a western but it's like I don't know. I don't know. You, you know it when you hear it. But and then he they, he comes walking like like nothing's gonna face him, you know. And it's like and he's got that gun like next to his, his side, and um, he just he goes after him, you know. So it's pretty. He's pretty um, cool, you know. So in in this in in this uh, in this movie, he's seen wearing these. The, they're called gargoyle sunglasses. Those are the same with sunglasses that they that Arnold wore in the Terminator. Yeah, I remember Gargoyle uh-huh. brand. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, Clint Eastwood wears in this. Yeah, so, I forgot about that brand. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, yeah, um, and this is the only movie that he doesn't have a partner in. Hmm. He's on in like on his own because all the other ones he had a partner. His partner always gets killed in all of them. You know, it's yeah. like it's a good thing they. They left them out because I always liked all of his partners. Like you know, you said Ty Daly and all that. She gets killed. You know, it's like, yeah. So yeah, I'm um, gonna watch this one again. Yeah, he has a and he has a dog and um he has a dog in this that's a bulldog and he calls him Meathead. <laughs> I don't know if you if you remember that or not. Um, no. <laughs> but um, Sandra Locke and him had parrots in real life that they named a parrot that they named Meathead after the dog in that movie. Hmm. <laughs> so that's trivia too, but um. I don't know if you know who Albert Popwell is. Not he's, at all. He's played, he's um he he's in this movie. He he's been he was in off he was in four Dirty Harry movies. And he played a different character in every movie. Okay, so he was a he was um he he's a he's a black actor. He he played um, Mustafa in the in the in the Enforcer movie. I don't know if you can remember who he was, but he plays Horace King in this movie. He's the one that gives him the bulldog. Oh, he's like his wait, friend. you're talking about the guy. Wait, what'd you say his name was? His name's Albert Popwell. Oh, okay. No, I was thinking. Somebody. Yeah, it's 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 his fourth appearance and his final appearance in a Dirty Harry movie. I'm not sure he. I'm not sure if he. Um, I'm not sure if he's alive in real life or not, but he was, uh, he was the one in the bank robber. He was the bank robber in the Dirty Harry movie, the very first one where he holds the gun up to him and says, you know, uh, you know, do you feel lucky? You know, and then he was a pimp in Magnum Force and then he's Mustafa in The Enforcer and then he's Horace King in this movie. And then um, he, he, his, um, his character gets killed in every movie, <laughs> you know, so just differently, you know, so I, I think that's kind of a neat like trivia, you know, to yeah, have the same cool. as different people. But he he works with a lot of the same people because if you look in like that um, any which way but um, any which way but loose movies, the guy that is like in um, the Outlaw Josie Wales, 
you know, like he, the guy that, that's the, the head of the Black Widows, you know, he's in, he's in that movie, you yeah. know, a lot of the, he works with a lot of the same people, you know, and, and the kid in Bronco Billy, um, he was um, in Outlaw Josie Wales, he's that young boy at the beginning that um, he gets shot, do you know who I mean? Yeah. They get take off and, and get away together, you right, know, before right. he's laying he in that field and he's telling those and guys, it, yeah, and then this gold, it's right here, yeah, Paul. The gold, yeah. yeah, the gold, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right here, Paul. Life. He gets some yeah, people. he has, a, yeah, he shoots him. But um, yeah, that guy that's the actor um, in real life died. I think he had a brain aneurysm or something. Mm. Because I think I looked up I, all the people in the outlaw Josie Wells are all dead. Every every single person, including Sandra Locke, is dead. Clint Eastwood, I think, is the only person alive from that movie. Because the the man that was the Indian, you know, he he. Died. Oh, I think the yeah. I think the girl, the girl Indian in, in it that was being raped. That he's you know she was being raped too in that movie. Um, she's still alive. You know, um, yeah, I like but, when she uh, sneaks up well, on on the the chief. <laughs> the yeah, chief, the chief's telling Clint with something like only an Indian could sneak up on you know. And yeah, she yeah. and he's like, you're him. right. <laughs> only an Indian would do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah I, I love that. I've my seen favorite Jersey western. Wales. Yeah, I know it's. I think I think it's probably my favorite western too because I don't have a lot of favorite westerns, but I love that movie. I've seen that movie uh, probably thirty times. I've seen I it. might have. You know, next I've, weekend i might have a double feature sudden impact and outlaw josie wells there you go yeah I think okay I'm gonna do cool it. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make me a, a deep dish iron skillet pizza and have a double feature. <laughs> okay hey that sounds cool okay yeah um yeah there's a lot of trivia about um about sudden impact um it, it is it's it's the only dirty harry movie that's not primarily set in san francisco too so, um, you know, because that's where he's, he's from. Because they send him somewhere. I forget why, because at the beginning of the movie, he probably shoots up a bunch of stuff and costs them a lot of money. So they send him, send him there, you know, to, to get him out of town for a while. So, and then, I don't, I don't know if you know this, like, if you remember in, um, in uh, a Magnum Force, he has a girlfriend. She's like an Asian girl that's the neighbor upstairs in Magnum Force. And her name's Sunny. I'm do you not, know who i, I mean? don't remember she, right she comes down and asks him what, what it would take uh to get him to come to go to bed with her or something like that and he says uh, um all i gotta do is like come knock on my door or something <laughs> something like that and then he and then and and but she's also um in sudden impact in the shootout scene in the diner she's she's a patron in oh. that yeah so um yeah and you know what i don't know if you if you remember um if you can remember this but i remember seeing her um there's a young cameron manheim in the elevator um with harry callahan when he's in at the beginning of the movie i don't know if you know that there's like he comes into court and there's like a bunch of guys in court and i don't know what they did but he, oh. he you know and then he's he's with them he's 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 with them in the elevator and, he, and they they say something smart to him and he like grabs the guy by the neck and like and you know says you know he, he st starts talking about like dog poop you know on your shoe and then like he says like you can either you know do this this and he's like that and he he is talking about them like what he's going to do to them and but she's standing there in the elevator you know with them so um yeah uh, uh yeah it's it, it's yeah now yeah, i have to watch it too i was thinking of watching it like last night you know maybe i'll watch it tonight you know who knows i have the whole series on on dvd so hey there was a, a um I saw another Dirty Harry movie at the theater, and I thought it came after Sudden Impact. Uh, 
Yeah, that's probably as a Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. seeing that. That was kind of a strange one. Yeah, I don't like get into that one. I, yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't. I, didn't care I don't for like it much. at all. Yeah. No, I didn't like it at all. I don't even really count it. I think isn't it Tim Carrey's in it? And he's like a rock rock and roll yeah, guy. He's murdered. Yeah, I forgot it. about that. Yeah, yeah. he is. And, yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and yeah, it's it was, like it wasn't I, that I just think of those music. Carrier. Welcome to the jungle is in it. You yeah. know, and I don't. No, um, but yeah, it, it would. He, I I thought he'd do even more of those, but oh well. I think there's an and then was it um, there's an, was it another one? Tightrope was it? Tightrope. I remember tightrope. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe maybe that's just another movie that he did, but it's not a Dirty Harry movie. I don't think so. Maybe maybe not. I think it's I think it's the Dead Deadpool is. So yeah, okay. So that's all I had to say about sudden impact. Okay. It made an impact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and talk about your TV. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 transition over to the small screen and we're going to talk about uh everybody's favorite little short furry alien from 86 uh i'm talking about that alien life form do you have a statement to make sir a brief one proceed i came here to tell you the truth the good the bad and the ugly the show's doing good that's not bad and you're ugly Ah! i've got the meeting out of my hand I'd like to thank the American people who have responded with their support through what has been an exciting first season. Think they bought that? Alf's second season begins September 21st. Ah! Ah! ALF stands for Alien Life Form. Uh, did you watch ALF? Did you like it? Was your fan? No. What? <laughs> like, what? I never watched ALF. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like when, yeah. But you know what? Yeah, that it, it's like a new, I, I mean, I'm no, I mean, he was everywhere, you know? It's like, so I feel like I watched it and maybe I saw some pieces of some episodes here and there, but I never was like a regular watcher of it, but I sure, I know all about it, you know? Yeah, I, I love mean, I know Alf. who he is. yeah. Yeah. My my aunt loved Alf. Yeah. She's probably the biggest Alf fan I've ever known. But uh, yeah, yeah, I really liked the show. I, I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just loved it. And uh, if anybody hasn't seen Alf, Alf it, um, the the voice you talking about the voice? Yeah, it's an actor named yeah. uh, Paul Fusco or Fusco. See, I don't know that's that. That's his name. I I don't really know anything about him, but uh, but that's who did the voice. But um, yeah, I don't know what he looks like. I thought it was a very cool show. Um, they had 99 episodes and I'm like, come on, you couldn't have done one more episode giving us Aww. a cool hundred. But actually they did. It's like After the series ended, like a couple of years later, they, they did a TV movie to kind of wrap up oh. the show, give us a closure. So I guess you could consider that the hundredth episode, you know. Hidden. In the vastness of the great American desert is the world's most secret project. This panel has convened to render a decision as to the immediate future of the alien life form known as ALF. Hi, 
All right, take your time. Get over the initial shock. Presenting the return of one of the universe's most loved critics. Oh, please. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Do I have to come up with funny answers? <laughs> Medic! In a battle to the death with one of Hollywood's most respected stars. Oh, why don't you just stab me? furry little freak. When we exterminate you, we're going to be sending a message to every other extraterrestrial out there. We will no longer be intimidated. Not me, not my mama, not anyone. Your mama? Did he say his mama? We found out to be a warm, friendly, occasionally annoying, but highly intelligent creature. How do you feel about dating outside of your species? It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Isn't she delightful? The Mensch from Mel Mac is back. And now, he's an alien with an attitude. I hope you're not trying to win any prizes with those outfits. The village people uniform's okay, but that dog suit's the worst. Permission to bite the bouncer, sir. <laughs> sir, Alf is a menace to society and ought to be incinerated. Don't you mean incarcerated, sir? No. Once people know Alf exists, he'll be safe. You want to go public with Alf? And let's not forget the merchandising possibilities. Do you really want to see ALF dolls in all the toy stores? As long as they're plush, I don't render well in vinyl. Miguel Ferrer, William O'Leary, Beverly Archer, John Shuck, Ed Begley Jr., Ray Walston, and Martin Sheen. There's a very thin line between mutilating cows and eating cats. For the record, he never ate the cat. Project ALF. So, yeah. so uh, I was like thinking, just like Prince Philip <laughs> got to 99, and that's all yeah. I can do. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. But if anybody okay. hasn't seen Alf or heard of Alf, uh, it's about a short, furry alien with, with a big nose and uh, lots of wit. He was very funny, and uh, he, he crash lands into a family's garage, and uh, they end up he ends up living with them, they kind of adopt them as their own, and uh they have to keep him a secret from the nosy neighbors and from any visitors coming by. And like, sometimes the government will show up cause they tracked a UFO in the area and they, they have to hide him. And, uh, and he's hilarious. I mean, he, <laughs> and, and what, uh, one thing about him is on his home planet, they ate cats. So they got to keep the family cat away from him. So any last meows? Huh? <laughs> no, then I'll see you in a few days. <laughs> You're kind of small, aren't you? Well, at least you won't claw so much going down. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Oh, no. Oh, what's wrong with me? Maybe you have an ugly brother or sister in that box. <laughs> yeah. Now you're ugly enough to eat. <laughs> what cats? He's always chasing. Is it called Melmac or something Mel like Mac, that? Melmac. Yeah, very okay. good. That was the name of his home okay. planet, and and his actual name, his alien name. You remember it? Was Gordon Shumway? Yeah. Right? Did, did we do that as a trivia question, like one of our first? I episodes? think so. Yeah, I've yeah. known that because Gordon I Shumway. Yeah. Yeah, but they mm -hmm. called him Alf, which is short for alien life form, and. Oh. And, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, 99 episodes. And uh, like I said, years later, they had this TV movie that, that kind of uh, wrapped it up because like he gets captured by the government and the, the family has to go kind of like uh, what's what's that secret area where they keep UFOs? What's it called? Uh, like, uh, like area of. Um, 50, they have to go there yeah. and uh save him rescue him from the government mm-hmm. anyway it, they kind of wrapped it up it wasn't as good as the series but at least it gave you know some closure was to it all the original people yeah okay but anyway, well, what, uh, why did, when they when they when they when they ended it did they like leave it like yeah it was or just, something did it, yeah was, I thought, was, it, from what i remember the doorbell rang and Alf opens the door and there's some like government agents there. And it was like a cliffhanger. It just ended. Like that's ca- the end of the show. Him, you know? Yeah. They, they canceled it. So it never got another season. Oh. So I, I'm sure they had plans oh. for a whole nother season, but instead they made like a TV movie to kind of wrap it up. Like later, I guess oh. all the fans are writing in and stuff, but at least they did that. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of shows that end on a cliffhanger. You, you never get resolution. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I always thought the dad was kind of nerdy on that show, and yeah. I remember that. And I they, they, I don't remember ever seeing any of those people in any other thing that in that whole family. I don't remember them in any other movie, like the boy and the girl and the mom and dad. I don't remember them from anything else, and I don't know what happened to them after that. That's the only thing I know them from. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who any I, of them went on to do anything else? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was okay. hoping Alf would have done something else. I wanted to see him on another show. I thought he went on to do commercials and stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, but, he, like, was, they marked Alf everywhere. There was I Alf thought he would have another, another series. Like, maybe so maybe they maybe find another like family. A, a Knight Rider spinoff, you know, Alf Rider yeah, they could or do, something. They could do Alf now. I mean, yeah, they, they could, could give him just a new family. He could come yeah. back, you know, yeah. and maybe some yeah, of the other people plastic could. plastic surgery, fix his nose, <laughs> change his name to Ralph. Ralph. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not even sure what he was. He looked like the cross between like a, a fuzzy bear and, and a, yeah. And, um, yeah. I don't know what. That big, that big know? honking and, nose. And uh, yeah. And uh, what, uh, what, what's his name? Um, uh, Benny, what's the that guy's name? That's like a, a real uh, Jimmy Durante. <laughs> yeah, like with a really big nose. Yeah. It's like him and a bear. Yeah, that's what he was. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, what you, you know, it's weird when you, I didn't even think of this, but my, my series starts with the AL too. And I didn't even do that on purpose. It's weird. You know, I didn't actually do that. You probably don't believe me, but I didn't, I didn't plan it like that, you know, but my, my show starts with AL. Can you guess what it is? I think, you know, Alphas, Alphas, Alphas. Yeah. Yeah. The female, the female Alf. Early to rise, early to bed. And in between I cooked and cleaned and went out of my head.
Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's weird because I did I don't think I I was connecting that until just now. Just when you say stuff and then it I'm like, wow, that begins with the same two letters. But yeah, my show's Alice. So was so Alice a with- female fuzzy alien? Yeah, no. She's a single widowed young mother. Uh, you know, so yeah. She would maybe her husband had been an alien. I don't know. You know, now so this was we'll a seventies show, right? It it ran from seventy six to eighty five. Okay. Yeah, that was a long running running show. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? I did. Uh I remember okay. it was set in that diner. Weren't they all waitresses in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. um it stars Linda Lavin as Alice. She's a widowed young mother. Um, her husband died in a trucking accident. So um, she's got a young son who's played by Philip McKeon, um, who's Nancy McKeon's brother in real life. Oh, so the okay. show is based on the 1974 movie, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, do you ever hear of that movie? Yeah, I have. I, I don't think Diane, I've ever seen it. Diane, Diane Ladd's in it. Oh, Diane Ladd. Diane Ladd. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, um, um, well, it, see, at the, at, the, at the beginning, Alice's car breaks down in Phoenix, and she has to take a job as a waitress at Mel's Diner, and it's run by Mel Sharples, who's played by Vic Tabak, and the other two waitresses that are there at, at the beginning of the show are Flo and Vera, which is Polly right. Holiday and, and yeah. Beth Howland. And she just hey. died, what, this past year, or, or just a few months Who, ago? Vera? Yeah. Beth Howland? No, yeah. Polly Holiday. So did Didn't Polly Holiday just pass away? If she did, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought she did. Now you're going to have to make me look that up. I didn't know that. Oh, she's she's was a lot younger than what she looked back then. She's only like in her 70s. Like, I know Linda Lavin's still alive. It was Beth Howland that played Vera died not too long ago. And Philip McKeon died last year. That played her son. So And Mel died a long time ago. So, um, yeah. So she... She gets a one bedroom apartment at this place called a Desert Sun Apartments. Um, her son gets the bedroom and then she sleeps on a pullout couch in the living room. Okay. And I always thought that that was a really nice mom that did that for a kid, you know. Um, Polly Holiday left the show to star in her own show, Flow. Um, right. And Diane yeah, Lett yeah, they made a, came on the show. Yeah. Spinoff. Now, she was the one yeah. that always said, uh, Kiss My Grits. Kiss right? My Grits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember everybody saying Kiss that back, back then. Yeah. Yeah. Mel, would you like to do something for me? Yeah, what? Kiss my grits! <laughs> yeah, so see, then when Diane Ladd came on and replaced um, um, Polly Holiday as she Belle did. in 1980, yeah, yeah. yeah that was, um, it's, it's weird because uh, Diane Ladd had played Flo in the movie version. So, um, I never even but she only stayed that. on. So, so that was a nice little yeah. nod to the original uh, movie. Yeah, to bring one of the cast members from the movie. Yeah, Ellen Bernstein was the who played um, Alice in Alice Doesn't Live. And I think it's Chris Christopherson is um, who's in that movie. I've seen it before a long time ago. But um, but it doesn't really seem like it's a, it's it doesn't even very it's it doesn't even seem like the same thing because this is like a sitcom, you know. And that that one was kind of more of a drama, I actually think, you know. But um, the the um, the, the 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 Diane Ladd she never she didn't stay on the show she she only stayed on for about a year because she had problems with other cast members and um and she was replaced by Celia Weston she played Jolene 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 so like they went through some waitresses you know there 
So um, the theme song, There's a New Girl in Town, that was sung by Linda Lavin because she's, she's trying to make it as like a nightclub singer too. So like, that's part of the storyline. You know, she's not, she didn't want to be a waitress. You know, she wanted to be a, 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 a like a lounge singer, you know? Mm. So, and I think in real life, Linda Lavin sang. So they, they worked that all in there. But um, I always liked it because it was about like working class people, you know, earning a living, you know, making yeah. the best of their life. I mean, it's like showing you that, and they had like all these regular people that would like come in to the, to Mel's, you know, that were like regular cast members. I remember like Martha Ray was on there as his mother, you know, for, you know, um, for a while. And um, I just liked how, you know, Alice was like, she seemed like a really good mom to her son, you know, yeah. like a good role model, you know? And um, so here's like uh, some trivia about it. The the shot of the station wagon during the show's opening credits is, is from Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. So I never knew that. The actual restaurant building on which the, sh the show is based on um, is located Mel at 1740s Mel's Diner, yeah. It's actually, it was actually, um, it's located in Phoenix, Arizona. It's cu currently called Pat's Family Restaurant, but it was known as Mel's Diner from 76 to 85. So, um, but if you look it up on Google Earth, um, it still shows it as Mel's Diner. So I didn't know that either. But um, um, <laughs> a lot a lot of people, like, like uh, Polly Holiday and Diane Ladd, I guess they both had problems with Linda Lavin. They didn't, they didn't get along with her. That's why they both left the show. Hmm. So yeah, um, so that's a bummer. But there was a guy on there, um, his name was Henry. His, his, name, his actor, the actor that played him, his name was Marvin Kaplan. But they, they always talk about his wife, Chloe. And they talked about her for years before she was ever seen on the show. But in, in her only appearance on the, on the show, she was played by Ruth Buzzy. Oh, really? Remember her? Yeah. Yeah. I think she's still alive. Yeah, Ruth Buzzy. And then there's a, the, the favorite dish served at Mel's Diner was chili. And Art Carney appeared in an episode in which Mel tries to market his chili commercially as chili con carne. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like Art Carney. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of funny. But um, and then actually Nancy McKeon, um, she actually had um, was in two episodes of Alice before she went on to be on Facts of Life, you know, mm. because she was Philip McKeon's sister in real life. So, so um, yeah, so it, they, and the only thing, the other difference that they, they, about the movie and the show was that the diner um, in Alice doesn't live here anymore was actually, um, they, it was in Tucson, Arizona. And then for the series, it was relocated to Phoenix. So those are- Let me, let me ask you this. Trivia. There's another Mel's diner. Was that an American graffiti? Maybe. Cause uh, Maybe. W when you go to- uh, Universal Studios in Florida, they have a replica of a male's diner and it's got all the 50s cars. And I'm thinking that's what movie it's from is American Graffiti, but it's a male's mm, diner. Maybe so. have to maybe look so. that up. Let me ask you this. It wasn't Arnold's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a question yeah, for is. you. Yeah. Have you ever eaten okay. grits? No, I don't think I really? have, but I've wanted to eat grits. Yeah, they look really good. I, I may. I, yeah, I, I keep thinking I might have had them once, but I can't. Um, I might have had them here at Revival Kitchen at the at the restaurant that they that's the farm to table. I, I'm I know they made grits in there, like, but I think they were seafood or something was in with them or something like that. Yeah. But um, maybe Jimmy or Jordan got them and I tasted them and they were really good. But yeah, um, I, I love grits. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love them for breakfast and uh, with lots of butter on them, and uh, I like to eat them for yeah. dinner too. 
Or, or for breakfast, uh, there's a Cajun dish I've never called made them. shrimp and grits that's very popular here in Louisiana. And I mean, you could get them at, at a lot of uh, restaurants. You could get it for breakfast. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll let you cook them for me. But, but, but it's really <laughs> like, good. Uh, I've always wanted to try them like from somebody who knew how to cook them. Otherwise, I thought they would yeah. taste like cream of wheat or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what the texture of them like kind of reminded me of like that. And I have like these, sure. um, like that was one of the things, uh, do you remember eating cream of wheat? Like as a kid? Yeah. The, and okay. Cause like sometimes it get, get these like big lumps of blobs of <laughs> like, you know, it didn't get dissolved right. in there. Right. Or something like that. Like, and yeah. I just remember, uh, I hated those, but, um, I used to eat cream of wheat out of a lassie bowl. Like I had a, a little, a, a little bowl that you had get down on all fours and you'd lick yeah, like up. <laughs> up my cream of wheat. No, I used to take my spoon and like run it down through the middle of the uh, cream of wheat so I could see Lassie's face. And I would like keep trying to do that and eat my, my uh, cream of wheat as fast as I could to get to Lassie's face because I didn't really, I didn't really like the cream of wheat very well. You were such so a strange I child. I as fast as I could. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I had these little quirky <laughs> things I did. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I used to watch Alice all the time, like um, back, like, I think it was on, like, I think it might've been on, like when I come home from school or something, cause it, yeah. I, I, you know, like reruns and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I watched so it. it uh, and, and I still watch it now. It's on, it's on TV now. I, I watch it. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't think of it as a guy's show, but I thought it was very funny. Even as a kid, you know, I thought it was funny. Yeah. It, yeah me, and, me and Critter watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Flo is what? my favorite character. Oh yeah. Flo. Yeah. yeah she was like, yeah, she was pretty hot to trot. And then, and then, uh, and Mel was like, always like a crab, you know, he's always yelling right. at the girls and making them cry yeah. and stuff. And it's like, you old crab, but he, but he liked them. Yeah, you know, it's like, so yeah, but I mean, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was funny, you know, and Vera's like a, a ditzy and, you know, but I mean, it, you know, for, uh, you know, a show based on not much, you know, it's like, I mean, it went on for a long time. So yeah sure a decade yeah that's a great run for a series it is how long did the spinoff last Flo? did you know i don't even think it made it one whole season really Mm -mm. no it didn't take off yeah a lot of those shows that like tried to spin off they don't they don't ever do good you know except like the facts of life was a spinoff of um different strokes yeah I, i think it went on it went on to be on a lot longer than different strokes was Sure. Yeah. You know, because because uh, Mrs. Garrett left to go, uh, left the um, to, to the Drummonds to go work at uh, the school. You know, right. To, you they know, brought, the, brought in uh, yeah. what's her name, Nell Nell Carter, replaced her. No, no, it was um, that Adelaide. I think was her name. She Where was, was Nell Carter? Like, on? Gr- what was she? She on? was on. Give me a break. Give me oh, a break. Oh, give me a break. That's I'm, I'm thinking yeah. of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you got the wrong the whole wrong yeah. show. You had nothing yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm crisscrossing yeah. my so, apple sauces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's all on Alice. All I right. um I hope people like it. Kiss my grits. <laughs> yeah, she so, was a, now uh, what? she was a real heartbreaker. And speaking of oh. heartbreaker, I wanna talk about oh. <laughs> okay. Tom Petty yeah. and the Heartbreakers. Uh I thought that was a great band. I listen to them all the time. I still do. I don't know if you like Tom Petty. I love them. Yes, yeah. I do. I love them. It's very <laughs> sad that we lost him here the last yes. couple of years. When she was an American girl, raised up in 
Yeah, but uh, I didn't know that they were a Florida band, and they started in 76. But anyway, uh, some of my favorite songs is like American Girl, I Won't Back Down. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. later came Free Falling. And, and I mean, that, that's a pretty catchy tune. I like Free Falling, but yeah. it's not, yeah. you know, the original classic yeah. songs. But, but he no, has some My good song yeah, what you got? is um, you, you Got Lucky by him and don't do me like that don't do me like yeah. that is probably one of my I'll favorite like songs good. yeah yeah and i like american girl but and i love stop dragging my heart with uh, stevie nicks oh yeah i forgot about that but yeah american girl and i won't back down is probably two my top two favorites of his uh i just love those songs mm-hmm. To me, yeah, he, he had this, uh, he had like a, a gritty sound. They, they kind of reminded me of like a all-American garage band that you would hear practicing next door or something, you know, just kind of a, a blue-collar band feel to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but yeah. I love them. Yeah, love them. One of my top top bands. That video he does in the 80s with the whole, um, like, uh, the Alice in Wonderland kind of thing and there yeah, at the table. the top hat and stuff, yeah. You know? Yeah, that always gave me, I don't know, there was something about that video that kind of creepy to me, you know, <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's the way it was filmed, like they, didn't they put the camera like right up in his face or something? It was like yeah, right up in his shots. face. Right. Yeah, like up, up people's noses and up like it weird. St- and it was like a, a different characters and stuff. And it was just kind of, yeah, that was not my favorite song or, or, or any, you know, or even my favorite video, you know, so, yeah. uh, but, but I did like. Don't do me like that. I love that song. I play that song all the time. I listen to it all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. I love Tom Petty. Yes, yeah, it's, it's sad. I, I, um, did, was it drugs? Is that how he died? I mean, I. I don't, uh, I'm not sure. He had some issues. Yeah, everybody like all those issues. rockers end up, you know, with drugs all, and stuff. Yeah, because he wasn't he wasn't that old. See, like in his late sixties, maybe. Probably, yeah. I was talking with a friend of mine. Said a woman that heard his problem. sure it had, i don't even know what I, it's been some years he's been gone for some years you know so yeah yeah it's a bummer bummer so yeah um yeah he's a heartbreaker yeah. <laughs> you know it's like yeah so um did you ever see him in concert i did not me neither i would like to have seen him he had a lot of good songs you know, it's, it's, it's weird because like, um, people today, like they don't have like hit after hit song, like, like, yeah, right. like people like, 
like they just have maybe one song and then that's it and like and and isn't even that good you know where people back then in the like the 70s and the 80s you know they used to just they had all different sounds and like the, it, it wasn't like they repeated like like they're all those songs are so, so different you know yeah. like free like, fallen does not sound like don't do me like that yeah those right songs yeah don't sound totally anything different. alike yeah it's like last it's week we were talking heart. about yeah. alabama they had 27 hits you know number one hits yeah yeah, yeah i know i went right. on, on and listened People to a whole bunch of that anymore they, yeah yeah and it's like um even like i remember like we talked about rick springfield and and i was thinking like how you know they these people like worked like really hard as a um like a performer like and and they they played in like you know uh, like dives you know like bars and 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 clubs and stuff and like worked their way up it wasn't like boom yeah. um uh, you know they they're like uh yeah, they out of nowhere yeah definitely like the jonas brothers where it's like you know where'd they even come from and you know did were they playing they weren't playing in a bar somewhere you know what i mean right. it's like these people like came from like um you know poverty and like tina turner you know yeah, it's like and she worked her yeah they, yeah they just and they're talented they write their own songs you know and right. they earn yeah. the respect you know you just kind of grew up with them yep yeah so um i'm not sure how to segue to my music because that has no connection yeah, whatsoever well, 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 but, I'll, uh, I'll say i'll segue i, I just said they earned okay. our respect well here's one that didn't earn my respect <laughs> I didn't. You don't like. You don't like my music. Go, you don't like Culture Club. You know. Ahead, you don't like ahead. them at all. Not even a little bit. Okay. So I, I kind of. Yeah, I didn't really put think about that really. But they are big. You know, in the eighties. I I don't know how you can think about the eighties without thinking about Boy George. You know. too yeah. like i just like uh the first song that i ever heard from them was do you really want to hurt me and I my did. mom saw it and she not you, wanted to hurt him <laughs> i wanted to strangle him i wanted to strangle boy george you didn't like boy george uh, uh you know it's like um he was so weird I, he, he was but you know what nobody like really thought about it it was like you know i mean like if you look at cindy lopper like how she dressed and stuff too or madonna i mean they were like um they were so iconic that you know just they created their own you know i mean nobody else looked like boy george nobody you know it's like nobody else looked like cindy lopper nobody looked like you know um you know madonna and michael jackson and like they were just i'll say culture club their music was okay to me but after a while, mm -hmm. I just got annoyed with it. I mean, Car Karma mm -hmm. Chameleon, what the heck is that even? Yeah. 
I don't even know. I was going to say, I have that. I, I, I don't know. Karma Chameleon is not one of my favorite songs, yeah. but because I still have no clue what that means. But um, I, I like, uh, I like, I even remember from him. Oh, no. I, I, I um, Time, Clock of the Heart. You have to know that oh, song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember Time. And Miss Me Blind. You don't know that song? Yeah. Yeah, you, you didn't like you're that? bringing up some bad memories. Yeah, go ahead. Bad memories. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's like there's some stories, like horror I, stories I know we talked about him on another episode of our podcast. Uh, I remember him being on the A team. He played Cowboy George in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't talk about Culture about Club before, did we? We talked about the A team. About wait, wait, did we? I don't know. We might have. Did I repeat Boy George? Because I don't remember saying all this stuff before. I might have. I don't remember. I might have brought him up. Because you know, I, I remember you? talking about him being in the A team as Cowboy George. Yeah, I remember that, but I because I, I don't I say I, we've done so many already that I don't know. But just because there's there's a whole bunch of trivia about him that I don't ever remember ever talking about him or knowing any yeah. of this stuff. So this is um, what I know about him is that he used to sing with that group Bow Wow Wow. Okay. I don't know if you know who Bow Wow Wow is. They did I Want Candy. You know, he, they is sang, the with, ones he sang do, with Bow Wow Wow. let the dogs out or whatever? No. That's <laughs> no, not Bow Wow. The 90s. That's not Bow Wow Wow. Oh, no. They, wow, uh, but bow he wow. had a stage name called Lieutenant Lush with that group. So um, anyway, they were the first British band since the Beatles to score three top 10 U.S. hits from their debut album. The band was comprised of Boy George, who was the lead vocals, Roy Hay, who was a guitar and keyboards, Mikey Craig, who was bass guitar, and John Moss, who did drums and percussion. And they're considered one of the most representative and influential groups of the 1980s. And they read, they, I read that they got the name Cult Culture Club because the four main members were all from different nationalities. That's cool. I don't know if you knew that, but I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's so. I, I gotta um, give him that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Well, he and he and the one he had a relationship with the one guy. They were in a relationship together. Okay. So, um, yeah, but um, um, yeah, I, I I knew that um, boy George he got kicked out of school when he was 15 years old, and he worked as a model and a makeup artist before starting his music career. So that's some trivia. Give me a time. Since you, you don't want to, you don't like them, we can just move right along if you want to. Like, I'll, not I'll really say well this. On Culture Club. I'll yeah. say this. I, I mean, I do recognize that Boy George was a huge part of 80s pop culture. So, you know, to love the 80s, you, yeah. you got to kind of love Boy George. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, and a he was, thing. he was um in band-aid he sang um, you know, Do They Know It's Christmas? Right. You right. know, I, yeah. I like his part. I in that. Say, you yeah. Know, like, when he started off, I thought their music was okay, but I just got annoyed with it. Bat phone. The bat phone 
It's my mother. <laughs> it's bad girl. Bad Hang phone. On. Wait, let me tell her. You have to edit this. Wait a second. Hang on. No editing. Hello. Hang on. Hey, I gotta call you back. I'm on the on the thing. Okay, I'll call you back. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. So. You, you you say he did contribute something to the 80s so yeah i okay. mean yeah i i gotta respect that you know out, out of when you think about the 80s you definitely think about boy george so he made an impact he did. yeah okay well now what we want to talk about yeah i want to talk wars about action figures yeah the original star wars action okay. figures star wars you and your children loved it now the Earthlings at Kenner have asked my associate and me to present the Star Wars collection. Truly remarkable toys and games for your children. What are you so excited about now? My goodness, the Star Wars TIE Fighter and X-Wing Fighter. Now your children can relive our great space battles or collect our wonderful Star Wars companions with Kenner's Star Wars action figures. It's a little you. Kenner's new radio-controlled R2-D2 anyone can command. Ah, the Star Wars land speeder that moves like it's floating. And here's Kenner's Death Star space station, four floors of action. A trash compactor too. Yes, Martu. That's the Star Wars electronic laser battle, a game of speed, reflex, and reaction. These and other toys and games in Kenner's Star Wars collection are sold separately. Batteries are not included. May the force be with you and your children. From 1977. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the toy company Kenner in 77, they became a toy juggernaut like overnight with the introduction of the Star Wars action figures, you know, from the movie. And they came out yeah. with figures, vehicles, play sets, all from the movie Star Wars. And uh, but the thing is that that first year they couldn't get these figures produced in time for Christmas. So they marketed an empty box. <laughs> and really went over a big time i mean it had a display for the figures to stand on and a certificate in it that you could mail away when the figures were finally manufactured they would send you your figures star wars figures r2d2 chewbacca luke and princess leia they're the star wars early bird set of figures these action figures are not yet available, but this Star Wars Early Bird Certificate Package is in stores. With this colorful Star Wars picture display stand and certificate to send in to get a set of figures by mail. They'll be sent to you at home between February 1st and June 1st. The Star Wars Early Bird Certificate Package, new from Kenner. But, uh, I never but yeah, <laughs> they, they, they marketed for that year in Christmas. It was in all the Christmas catalogs and everything. It was an empty box from Kenner. And it was called the Star Wars Early Bird Special. And wow. they sold them like crazy. You would not believe how much money they made off of this empty box. What a marketing, okay. uh, genius marketing strategy. It could have at least put like a rock or something in here, like yeah. a pet rock to, until you yeah. found your figure. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah. You know, I, I didn't get the Early Bird Special, but but when the figures were finally in stores, I bought every one ever made. I was obsessed. And, uh, and the original production line of the figures consisted of uh, 12 figures. That was the original release, okay? You had uh, Luke Skywalker, R2-D2, Princess Leia, uh, Chewbacca, uh, Obi-Wan mm -hmm. Kenobi, Darth Vader, Han Solo, C-3PO, a Stormtrooper, and back then, instead of calling them a, a Death Star 
commander. It was called a Death Squad commander on the figure label. I don't know why. And then they had a Jawa and a Sand People person, Sand person, whatever you would call it, a Tusken Raider. And that, that was the original uh, set of 12 that came out. And, the Dirty uh, Dozen. The Dirty Dozen. <laughs> yeah. And you know, kids okay. back then, we were used to playing with 12 inch tall action figures, you know, our big GI Joes and stuff. And uh, yeah. But Kenner decided to manufacture these figures at a much smaller scale. I think it was uh -huh. like a, a, for, you know, the cost, you know, saved them a whole lot of money. So they came out yeah. with these three and three fourth inches tall action figures, and they pretty much set a new standard for action figures in the industry for that being that size. So, wow. yeah, the 12 inch figures started going away. And even in the eighties, the GI Joes came back as the smaller figures instead of the 12 inch ones. Uh, but, but I had all of the star Wars figures. Cause you know, after this first 12, they came out with other ones and then more and then more. And then they started making even the minor characters and, they, they were just banking on all these uh, action figures, and, and I had every one of them. It's Darth Vader, watch out! And he's got a lightsaber! It's Kenner's Star Wars action figures, each sold separately. I got you now, Ben Kenobi. With R2-D2 and C-3PO. There's even Chewbacca and Han Solo. Someone's coming, Chewie. Who's there? It's Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. Now I know the Force is with us. Darth Vader, R2-D2, C-3PO, and other Kenner Star Wars action figures, each sold separately. And I still do have some of mine uh, up in the attic uh, in one of those collector cases. But um, uh -huh. but the next year, you know, after 77, and, and for the next several years, every birthday, every Christmas, uh, I would get the vehicles, the play sets, more figures, uh, my friends had them too. And uh, when I'd go spend the night with one of my friends or they come spend the night with me, you know, you just, you didn't even have to ask. You just knew to bring your Star Wars toys. You know, we took them to each other's house. I mean, yeah. You know, hey, yeah. You know, hey, Jack, come spend the night this weekend. Okay. He'd show up with, you know, his, his Death Star and his box of figures. You know, we, we would sit down and yeah. play for hours. It was just understood. You didn't have to ask them, you know. I mean that that's what are you still are you still friends with your pe their people those people like oh, I made that name young Jack I don't know a Jack oh, you don't know Jack <laughs> I don't know Jack <laughs> you don't know Jack, <laughs> you don't know Jack. <laughs> no but I, I had some friends that we played Star Wars stuff and yeah I, I do stay in contact with a couple of them okay mm -hmm. but, but yeah uh but yeah I love love those figures and that is something since 77 that has not died they still put out these action figures Every mm -hmm. year they got new lines, but it's the same characters. And, and then the new Star Wars movies and TV shows, they got those figures coming out. I mean, do you still go buy them? I still do. I, I do. I collect uh, action figures. I mean, I don't sit down and play with them as far as you know. No. As no. far as you yeah, know, I'm know. not, you know, I'm not <laughs> saying, but uh, I do collect them. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I don't collect All everyone right. that comes out, I collect my favorites. And, and like some of my mm -hmm. favorites, uh, Boba Fett's one of my favorite characters. Like anytime they make a new Boba Fett figure or a helmet or something like that, I'll get it. Or I, lo I love Darth Vader and I love Chewbacca. Chewbacca is one of my favorites. See, I liked R2-D2 was my favorite. There you go. I loved R2-D2. I don't know why. I just liked him. His little, yeah. you know, he just like shuffled along and did beep, 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 beep. beep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, the, li the little <laughs> yeah. guy. He was like the underdog, the little guy. Yeah, yeah, I liked RTD2 was my favorite. 
<laughs> and I don't know why I think C3PO got on my nerves. I didn't I didn't like his voice, you know? How rude. Well, um, okay. I picked action figures too, and I picked the Mego action figures, you know, and you know, when you were talking about how big they were. These ones were eight inch. Right. So when you said about the Star Wars, Mego come out first because the Mego Corporation is an American toy company that was first founded in 1954. So, um, so it shifted direction in 1971, and they become they became famous um, for their licensed dolls. Right. Um, okay, so, and celebrity dolls, and the, and there were, it was called the Micronauts toy line. Um, and then, and then it said, um, it said um, in the seventies, their eight-inch scale dolls. They had interchangeable bodies, and, and that's figures. what became standard. You know, yeah, action figures. I, I can't say dolls. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, I didn't even catch that. Okay, Barbies yeah. are dolls. So, um, okay. Boys don't play right. dolls. Boys have action that's figures okay okay well all right i'll take that up with them you know because they because everything i read about it says doll 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 okay they were so, wrong anyway they were wrong okay so i have to change this when i'm saying everything because uh to action figures so okay Thank so you. in 1982 migo filed for bankruptcy and by 1983 the migo corporation ceased to exist i didn't know that you know, it's like I didn't I didn't know when they started and when they stopped and what all that. But they're they're action figures. <laughs> Sorry. And, and the place that they, they became highly prized collectibles. You can make them fly or jump or crash your wall. Superhero action figures over seven inches tall. Each sold separately. Superman, Batman, Incredible Hulk. You can make them do their thing. Even make Spider-Man slide down a string. Lots of action for one and all. Action figures over seven inches tall. These superhero action figures each sold separately. Batman, Superman, Incredible Hulk, and Spider-Man each sold separately by Mego. Um, and then some of them, you know, brought in like hundreds of dollars, and some some of them thousands of dollars, depending on the rarity, yeah. you know, of them. So um, it's that I read that in, in, in July of 2018, the, the, the newly reformed Mego Corporation announced that they would be promoting uh, or producing a, a limited run of their classic style clothes dolls in their traditional, their, their one ninth scale. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, um, as well as some of the one fifth uh, figures sold exclusively through Target. So I don't know what they mean by that uh, fraction, but, um, but these, those action figures, uh, they were recreations of dolls that were released in the 70s, you know, yeah. so um, I, I, I don't know, like, so if they sold them in Target, that would, I didn't even know that they were putting them in a Target, but yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, let me jump in right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miko has made a huge comeback. And right now, this very day, they are so popular. You can find them at Walmart, Target, just anywhere you really? go. Yeah. They they are oh, huge well then, right now. In fact, the other day at Walmart, I'm talking about like like a few weeks ago, I bought a Rocky Balboa Migo, and uh, really, yeah, and I'm, I'm, they're making them of every character you can think of, uh, Rocketeer, uh, it, it just anything. They're coming out with really, them. yeah, and they're huge. And yeah, and and online the prices of the old ones from the '70s have skyrocketed, like you're talking about, but uh, yeah. But I still collect well, that's the, the vintage ones, and I buy some of the new yeah. ones. But the vintage ones, well, like, they're the only ones that 
I have all of the Croft, uh, I mean Croft, the Welcome Back Cotter figures of Migo. Oh. I have all, yeah, I have all of those. And I have oh. a Fonzie. If some, I'm talking about some of the vintage originals. But but the, the remakes, <laughs> I, I have like from the Super Friends, the cartoons. I've got all those heroes. Yeah. and Yeah. And oh. you know, different ones. What do, you, but, um, do you have I, them out? Do you have them displayed somewhere? Or? Nah, I need to. I need to. Yeah. But, uh, but no. Uh, in, your new, in your new house, you can, you can make a yeah. whole I, room of Mego. I sent... Uh, our friend Billy Ray some pictures of that that Rocky figure and yeah she put, she put it on her toy uh, website uh, Facebook page oh I have to look yeah oh. but yeah Migos are still do that because I don't see some of that stuff so I don't ever no notice that so yeah but yeah so there so that's yeah that's cool though because like they back in the day like uh, they they had like Planet of the Apes Star Trek um oh, yeah. they had uh, the Flintstones Happy Days Laverne and Shirley the R Gang the Starsky and Hutch the Waltons the Wizard yeah. of Oz Charlie's they Angels they even had, they had from like from yeah. Kiss the band Kiss they had several figures of them yeah. yeah yeah and I don't I don't understand how I mean that's all these different franchises they had to get licenses for you know that because they mixed they had Marvel and DC and everything so i don't know how they yeah. pulled that off that was pretty incredible oh yeah that's true but i, oh, I can remember yeah. buying them as a kid in uh the toy section at jc penny's and uh i mean they also made besides the figures they had vehicles they had play sets for the figures like i remember didn't having the backgrounds didn't they have the yeah that's what i'm talking them? about the play sets it's like a vinyl suitcase you open yeah. it up yeah i had yeah, the yeah, bridge yeah. of the enterprise and it came with like the you know Captain Kirk's chair and and the the consoles for the controls and all that. It had had like yeah. a little transporter room. You, you could put him in there and spin it to the other side, and it was empty. You know, it, it was cool the way they did them. But I had the uh, Batmobile and the Batcycle. I had a Batcave playset. Yeah, had, I would have killed for a Batgirl. I would have loved to have that. I never had any of them. It's like I always had them circled in the in the like wish books and stuff. But well, I, I have a new. I always wanted the dressing room of the Batgirl. Well, I have a new Batgirl, and Billy Ray sent me a picture of uh, that they make a new Batgirl playset that's got like that. You know, remember that big vault door that circle that? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Yeah, it's that. got that on the playset, and you can uh, you could get the new Batgirl. In the and new it's a new set. one, like in yeah, a store. Yeah. Oh, I should tell somebody to give me one for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, what would I do with it? But yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, but like you're yeah. talking about the, uh, I haven't seen them do a new ISIS. That They've reproduced the Shazam, but uh, oh. I haven't seen the ISIS redone. Maybe when they make the, mo new, the movie come out, yeah, maybe they'll. Maybe so, but I bet it won't be the, it'll be the new version, you know, with the new costume and stuff. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, well, okay. But I'll tell yeah. you, one, one specific memory I have from being a little kid in the 70s is my brother and I, we were out playing in our backyard. I'm, I might have even told this story before on here because uh, I remember when we were talking about the uh, the Christmas catalogs and stuff. I remember Billy Ray bringing up Migos. And, uh, but I might have told this story before, but I'll make it short. Uh, I was playing with my brother. We were out in the backyard, and my mom, she came home from shopping, and uh, she walked outside. And, she had her hands behind her back and she told my brother to, to pick a hand and, and he did. And she brought the hand around and she had a, a Mego Batman. And then uh, she gave me that what was in the other hand was a Mego Superman. 
so uh you know this was like my introduction to Migos back then and and my love for Migos was born that day and you know from then on I was buying them all and collecting them and I just have great fond memories of that Christmas presents yeah. uh, birthday presents kind of like the Star Wars stuff but Migos were yeah. a huge part of my childhood yeah I never heard that story because like they, that sounds cool with your mom like pick a hand I like yeah. I, I remember doing that my mom would do that pick a hand and the other one got the other one you know what I mean yeah whoever picked the hand you know that's what you got you know it's like yeah just do that with candy all the time mm-hmm. pick one pick a hand yeah no I never heard that story so that's a yeah yeah I I I just thought it was you know cool that like they were like inexpensive and they were smaller you know um I mean they were very detailed you know and and then the, and even the case the cases that came in were cool you know it's like the boxes you know right are now collectible you know so yeah and I, I just think like do kids play anymore do they even play with stuff you know it's like they're all into technology i mean i saw a kid here one time who was two years old with a cell phone you know <laughs> it's like you know they don't use their 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 imagination you right. know it's a bummer well anyway do you want to say anything about the, the amigo because i have because um that's our secret code word for, for this week migo that's what our code migo so what yeah. are we giving away um, we're going to give away a, 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 a t-shirt. Okay. Um, so you go <laughs> over to the, Hugo, you know, over to yep. the Pop Ninja Facebook page and send us the word Migo. And then me will go get you a t-shirt. <laughs> you know? So and then I was like thinking Hugo, Migo, we all go to Pop Ninja Facebook. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You go. There you go. And amigo, yeah. yeah. And Amigo get you a shirt. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> we want to we want to thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, please interact with us on our Facebook page and check out our website at popninja.net, and which hasn't been updated in a long time, but I will. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode. So take care, be safe, and don't let the bed bugs bite. And as we sign off, I want to leave you with this final thought. No, 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 I got a bad back. Oh, you got a bad. Yeah, from pushing his car when I had a dead battery. <laughs> See you guys across the street. Hey, kiss my grits! Why, Barry, you're blushing. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody blush in years. <laughs> Except the guys you go out with. Hey, kiss my grits! Then why'd you take it? Because she was afraid she was too stupid to pass it. I was not! Then why didn't you take it? I'll tell you why I kissed my grits! <laughs> hey, like that, no tip. <laughs> hey, mister, you forgot something, you forgot to kiss my grits! <laughs> Wait a minute. I got 20 dinners out of one turkey. I'm only going to be charging five bucks for a complete dinner. There's no place in town I can match that price. I can clean up. Now, Flo and Vera and I have planned to have dinner with Tommy and three homeless kids tomorrow. Well, forget it. You're going to work tomorrow and that's it. I don't know why you're belly aching. Think about the tips you're going to make. Mail on behalf of Vera, Alice, and myself, and in the spirit of Thanksgiving, kiss my grits. <laughs> You're fired too, Flo. 
It's all right. It's all right, girls. Uh, people Grams is hiring new people every day, and I'm sure there'll be jobs for you both as messengers. Oh, great. Good. Oh, do you think they'll want the three of us to sing together? You bet. Why not? They don't. The gong show would. Mel, kiss my grits. Flo, how is it that I have trouble handling one man and you can juggle a whole string of them? <laughs> I guess practice makes perfect. You sure get lots of practice. Mel, kiss my grits. Come on, Flo, how about my kiss? When donkeys fly. Well, on that note, Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year, Flo. <laughs> Happy New Year, honey. <laughs>